What does people forward banking mean? At ST, it's more than just serving as your trusted financial partner. It's making people our purpose and wanting to see everyone succeed. Join us for Days of Delight, our feel good, give back, make you smile campaign that will have you saying, This is why ST Bank is my bank. We're even offering you a free financial literacy guide to start your journey to a brighter financial future. So let's celebrate kindness and create some joy. Stop by a local branch or visit stbank.com to see what the excitement is all about. Member FDIC. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It is a Wednesday here in Pittsburgh. Uh, the Steelers getting ready to play to host, I should say, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Acrisure Stadium, 1 o'clock on Sunday. And, uh, well, they had their first uh, true practice today. Mm-hmm. And it's a laundry list of uh, guys <laughs> Stick right who in, did I guess, not uh, practice yeah. here. Uh, Deontay Johnson limited with a hip issue. Uh, Cam Sutton, Akella Weatherspoon, uh, Levi Wallace all did not practice. Mm. Uh, Sutton dealing with the, and Weatherspoon dealing with hamstrings. Levi Wallace with a concussion. We'll see where that goes um, the rest of this week. Uh, Terrell Edmonds was a full participant today. He's yeah. back uh, from the concussion. Actually, some promising news. Yeah, Minka Fitzpatrick did not practice. Uh, okay. That's kind of more of a rest day. Uh, Montrevious Adams, Mason Cole, Zach Gentry, Pat Firemuth, Larry Ogunjobi, mm. also not practicing. That's it, huh? That's all. <laughs> they're basically all starters or key members of the team. Um, they're not exactly in the best place record-wise as we speak, too, and not exactly in the best spot health-wise either. Of course, KZ and Watt are not on that list, but are not in the mix as well. So, Correct, yes. Uh, the defensive backfield is a bit of a concern. <laughs> it is a bit of a concern. I, I would expect uh, that to trend a little differently here as the week goes on. Mm-hmm. I, I would think Akella Weatherspoon you know, maybe gets at least a limited – Tomorrow, maybe we see uh, Cam Sutton okay. uh, limited by Friday. Uh, the the concussion stuff to me, like the Miami Dolphins have already ruled Teddy Bridgewater out, right? And two is out too. I mean, I, and I, I asked I asked Mike Tomlin about that in, the yesterday thing in particular. Um, I asked him yesterday at the press conference: Is the league changed the the rules on this stuff at all right, on right, game right. day. I was thinking that with Edmonds last yeah. week. Yeah, you know? and and he said no. Uh, now, maybe I didn't ask the question the right way, mm-hmm. uh, but it seems to me these guys are being declared out with concussions, and then there's none of this, uh, well, you'll, you'll get a limited practice on Wednesday. To, yeah. Like, it seems You've like laid out the, the the protocol really well time like and time It's now turning again. into a two-week thing. And now it just seems like if you're out of if you go out of a game with a concussion, you're not back the next week. Yeah. I mean, there's numerous occasions. Yeah. You know, like, I'm curious, you know, you'll be down there. I'm curious, like, how's Fryermuth handled this week? Because he's going to be in the same shoes as Bridgewater as a concussion, you know, in, in a Sunday game. Usually that wouldn't be a deal breaker. Yeah. I don't um, get it. 
I, I'm just interested to watch how this plays out this week after mm-hmm. Edmonds. Again, uh, you know, everything I saw from Terrell Edmonds last week looked fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, he you was know, doing terms, normal stuff, right? In terms of everything he did, how he interacted with the teammates, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, Saturday he did not pass a, the uh, the exam, the neurological exam. exam. So I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying something's fishy. That's the wrong word. I just can't come up with a better word. I think they. I think but maybe. Things have changed, it sure seems like. Yeah, it seems like maybe the league is, is I don't know if you want to say overcorrected on mm-hmm. this, or is at least very cognizant. Well, I mean, of, one thing we know for sure is when they suspect you, you don't go to the blue ten anymore. You just go back to the locker, the locker room. Yeah, and I don't know if anybody's returned since Tua in a situation like that. Because I thought I might be wrong on this because I heard this somewhere and I'm, I don't remember watching it live. But I thought Bridgewater was not ruled having a concussion. They said that he did. He passed the cognitive test, and they still wouldn't let him go back. And they in. still wouldn't let him go back in. I mean, I, don't know, I, I I'd like some clarity on it. I, yeah. I mean, I, I think that especially doing what we do for a living, it's really hard to comment on these things. I don't know if the coaches are frustrated or if they just know deep down that, you know, it's going to be the game that you get a headshot and the next. Is that just going to be the standard from now on? Yeah, I don't know. Will uh, change in the playoffs? <laughs> you know, like, uh, I think it's a little bizarre. Yeah, I just, I mean, it, it is different. It, yeah, um, it's different. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, the Steelers face the New England, or yeah, New England Patriots. That's just, just, <laughs> I have Tom Brady on the mind. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. They face Tom Brady in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I sent you these stats. I don't know if you got a chance to look at I did. I incorporated things. some of them into my stat pack, which I then sent back to you. I don't know if you've had a chance to look at those. I actually did today, <laughs> yes. Okay, well, how about so that? There you go. I didn't know if you had some of that stuff in there already. Or uh, you... then I had some, and I added a few things, too. Yeah. There was a Brady nugget I liked against the Steelers and a couple things like that. But I didn't go deep into... Brady lifetime accomplishments, or the file would have been 8,000 million words. Yeah. Um, Brady against the Steelers, 12 and 3 all time. Mm-hmm. 34 touchdown passes, five interceptions. That's the thing that really stood yeah. out to me, too. Now, we say that, the Steelers won the last time they faced him. Hmm, okay. I didn't think of that. Yeah. So and that includes playoff games you're talking about. Yeah, that, that includes right. playoff games. They beat him here, uh, if you remember. They mm-hmm. should have beaten him in the Jesse James game. Yeah, I would say the James Jesse game. James caught that ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so. So they've had success lately. They've had success. Yeah, it's not been the, the well, hey, Brady just always beats the Steelers. That's not been the case mm-hmm. the last couple of times. He has not been nearly as sharp Yeah, the last couple of times he's faced them. And this this version of Tom Brady, while still good, sure, I don't think he's the Tom Brady that he was five years ago. I don't either, but I mentioned all the stat geek nerd stuff I've been doing. The last two games have been... Stat geek nerd <laughs> stuff. <laughs> It's pretty so, redundant. It is pretty redundant. <laughs> He's thrown 52 passes in each of the last two games, and they basically just don't even run anymore because yeah. they were so bad at it. But all their stats, at least, geek nerd stuff, is much better the last two weeks than it was the first three. So I'm not saying he's Mahomes-Allen level, you know, or an elite player, but yeah. they are figuring things out. They're still not scoring points, though. No, they're not, No, which is a little which strange. Which is the... General idea of, of playing, you know, playing mm-hmm. offense in this league is scoring points. Again, you know, that was the problem that, that we had with with Kenny Pickett's first start. Yeah, he threw for three hundred and twenty six yards. Looked good. Looked all good. That, did right. everything that you wanted to do until they got inside of twenty. And then there was no points on the scoreboard. Yeah, right? <laughs> and then you lose. Um, the thing that stood out to me uh, about the stat package that you sent me um, is that the Bucks. Um, you know, Mike Evans is averaging like 15.8 yards a catch. He's been a real difference maker for them. And yet, 
they're they're the, in the bottom five in the league in plays of over twenty yards. Yeah, there's no explosives. There's None nothing the after rain. the catch. No, there's nothing after the catch, especially early in the season. Nothing yeah. after the catch. Um, That's not really his game. None of their games, really. Yeah. I mean, like Godwin has a really there's some good good numbers about Godwin being um, high completion percentage when targeted, but they're still easing him back. I don't yeah. think he's a hundred percent. I mean, I think it's doctor's orders on a snap count, pitch count type of thing. Um, Evans has been really good, but he's not an after the catch guy. You know, um, uh, I, I, there are some numbers that I didn't put in there that I found kind of interesting. That uh, the games that Evans has played. With Brady, without Antonio Brown, <laughs> is remarkably high. Yeah. Like people forget how good AB was in a, as a Buck because he really cut into Evans, and in a way, AB was their one with Brady. And when AB's not in the picture, which was often and is still going on, of course, Evans has been lighting it up. Yeah, uh, Brady is twenty three and is five in his career against rookie starting quarterbacks, including twelve in a row. 12 in a row, yeah, four and zero with Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. In that span, um, his last loss was in Week Seven of 2013. Too, <laughs> oh boy, Geno Smith. Wow, Geno Smith. Geno got him. Geno got him. There we go. His first loss. He's coming back to the same stadium. Oh, really? Yep. Ben okay. Roethlisberger in 2004 got him that year. If okay. You remember, they were unbeaten. Yeah, so uh, they were good then, right? Yeah, the yeah. Steelers uh, beat beat them. It, it, uh, the, I think that broke like a 26 game road winning streak or something like that. That was the, that crazy streak for, okay. the, for the Patriots, and then they beat the the Eagles the next week, who had been unbeaten. It was the first time a team had beaten two teams that late in the season, week seven and week eight. Back they were to both back, they were both unbeaten. Wow. Okay. So was, the, course, the Dolphins uh, were saying thanks. Yeah, that fifteen to one Steelers team that uh, gotcha well, was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good too. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, you know, so it has that was happened. many moons ago though. Yeah. Um, in those games, the Brady has averaged two hundred sixty-eight point three yards. The rookies have averaged two hundred four point two yards. Brady has thrown fifty touchdown passes against seventeen interceptions. Wow. The rookies have thrown twenty-seven touchdown passes. Against thirty nine interceptions. Yeah. Okay. Take care of the football, which is also a Belichick stat, by yeah, the way. Right. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's a, the thing. Oh, Belichick never loses to right you know, rookie quarterbacks. Rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, right. Well, I think it was a Brady Belichick thing. Right. But the interceptions. Yeah. Tom didn't make the the rookies throw interceptions. Yeah. Um, if you look at this, um, <laughs> Brady. Uh, I'm, where was that stat at? I'm looking here. I can't see it. I can't find it. It was something about Brady in a, versus a rookie in his first or second overall career start. Right. And it doesn't look. Yeah, and doesn't. It's even worse. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, so it's not even just a rookie. You know, so the Steelers trying to break this some, trend a little bit. Yeah, buck some trend here. Say that. Didn't know this at the time, uh, but just saw this. Uh, Kenny Pickett's. Passing or passing yards, mm-hmm. the most ever for a Steelers rookie. Oh, really? Okay, that adds up. Ever? I mean, that's a big number. Ever? And so, <laughs> that, that's the number one game. Or are you talking about the first ever game? Both. Well, I guess both. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if if one applies, certainly the other one does too. So that game was the highest passing yards by a Steeler rookie ever. Period. End period. Sentence. End the sentence. Yeah. Wow. Okay. If he has a three hundred yard passing game this week. Which I think could be Which in the cards. Could, could yeah, be yeah. in the cards. He would join, and this is nice company to keep, Cam Newton, mm-hmm. Kyler Murray, and Justin Herbert as the only quarterbacks in the Super Bowl era wow. to throw for back-to-back 300-yard games to, to, start, to start your career. Wow, okay. 
I think that's possible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, win or lose, a 300-yard game, I think, could be in the cards. Without a doubt. Because yeah. I think, you know, obviously the, the Bucks are a tough nut to crack on the ground. They are. They are. Their numbers on the, in, against no. the run aren't, aren't great. Yeah. But a lot of that's because Atlanta just ran and ran and ran and ran. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. running on the Bucks is hard. But Atlanta did have some success with Mariota. They did. Running the they did. That's a good point. Yeah, um, running quarterbacks were giving him an issue. Yeah, now whether the Steelers want to go that route with Kenny Pickett and have him do some designed runs. It's not the worst idea I ever heard I mean, either. I, maybe, maybe you break out a couple of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's mobile enough. He was asked about that today, and he said, well, you know, Mariota's faster than I am. I'll give him the nod there. But He is. Kenny's a pretty good runner. He's a better runner, I think, than a lot of us imagined. Yeah. You know, he's more than just a functional runner. He's yeah. a plus runner. Now he's a good feel for it. He's a good feel for it. He accelerates pretty well. Um, he has a little bit of agility and make you miss to him as yeah. well. I mean, he's not just a Aaron Rodgers, you know, everyone turns their back in man coverage, takes six yards, yeah. slide. You know, he does more than that. Yeah, so I think it's an interesting game um, in that. Uh, here's another stat for you, Matt. George Pickens has six receptions and 80-plus receiving yards in back-to-back games. Mm-hmm. If he gets another one of those, he would be the first rookie Steelers rookie in the Super Bowl era with a three-game streak of six and eighty. Wow. Okay. Well, I think he's going to get plenty of six they've and eighties. They've had some pretty good rece- rookie receivers over the oh, years. Oh yeah, right. I mean, a lot yeah. of first rounders, and you know, that's a good call. Um, the key, kind of like we said to start the show, no receivers caught a touchdown. Like they didn't yeah. get in the end zone. That's good. <laughs> you know I, I, what I mean? You know, Pickett, Pickett talked today, and, and uh, I think they're they're scheming some things up there to yeah. Maybe you might see George Pickens get an end zone target this week. I, that would makes be my perfect guess. sense to me. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, he he's a go up and get it guy. I mean, he's built for it. I mean, that I actually, no uh, I'm working on a story for Steelers.com on him, and I, and I uh, talked to his high school coach today. I bet he was good in high school. Yeah, he said his. <laughs> he's like, look, his catch radius is just ridiculous. And yeah, he's, he's just so so competitive that you know when the ball is in the air, uh, he just doesn't even think of like. And and the, you know we talk about the 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 highlight catches and things of that oh, nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He practices that stuff because mm-hmm. he's like, well, he, you know, a lot of guys dream these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they he think makes it reality. where they think yeah. about it after the fact. Well, oh, I should have done this. Mm-hmm. Like he practices those kind of catches because he's thinking. Tuesday, I mean, he's playing chess. Instead he's play, of chess. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, thinking yeah. about it ahead of time because when the ball's in the air, it's his. Yeah, that, that's how he approaches it. I, I mean. A, a lot was forgettable about this last game, but he might have my two favorite plays of the year. Yeah. One of which was the awesome catch down the sideline, of course, and then the other one was he just blows apart a corner <laughs> trying to trying to cover him. You know, like are you going to press me? I'm just going to knock you on your back yeah. like I'm Wolf. You know. What does people forward banking mean? At ST, it's more than just serving as your trusted financial partner. It's making people our purpose and wanting to see everyone succeed. Join us for Days of Delight, our feel good, give back, make you smile campaign that will have you saying, This is why ST Bank is my bank. We're even offering you a free financial literacy guide to start your journey to a brighter financial future. So let's celebrate kindness and create some joy. Stop by a local branch or visit stbank.com to see what the excitement is all about. Member FDIC. I, you know, I wonder at what point teams stop pressing him because of that. Right. I mean, not many corners are because be corner, able to you know, physically the, match up. At the very least, if you're a cornerback, you're thinking, okay, if I if I try to you know get up and get my hands on this guy, mm-hmm. he might just jolt me and throw me back five yards, and I'm right. leading wide open. Treat you know, he's like Mel Blunt, and I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna end up <laughs> on the ground, and he's you know, 
Yeah. Um, now, I mean, he's going to get a reputation real quick. And yeah. Guarantee the uh, defensive coaches showed that clip over and over. Yeah. To their, Don't their get off guy. balance against this guy. <laughs> yeah, because... right. You're going to be on the poster. <laughs> yeah, you're right. going to get posterized. Yeah. I mean, he's remarkable. And I, I know the season's not going great, but these first two picks could really be foundations for a decade. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And, I, and again, I like what I've seen from Liao. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, there's uh, it. Yeah, to your point, I, I was just listening to a, a fantasy show today, and they're talking about the Steelers, and then like this, everything that has happened, this is like complete worst game scenario, this entire season for the Steelers thus far, for fantasy or just well, just in, 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 in general, in general, you know, everything has been worst case scenario because they're talking about Najee Harris and his slow start. I would say he's one of the fantasy busts. Yeah, you know, right, and um, they're like, you know, this has just been worst case scenario all the way around uh, for the Steelers. You know, you. You lose T.J. Watt in the you know in the yeah. opener. Yeah. Um. You know the the offense is. I, I don't want to say worst case scenario because again I, the offensive See, line. I think there's a lot of optimism. Yeah. I, I don't quite share that view. The offensive line. They just they've had some bad bounces that have gone against them. No doubt. No um, doubt. You know the, the plays. They're those fifty fifty plays that, that go one way or the other to decide a game. There was a lot. They've all gone against them. They've all gone against yeah. them. Right. Except even in, in the, the buff. Even in the Buffalo game. Yeah. But they were lost if they was the other way around. Yeah, they were. But <laughs> they in were, that, that game, game there were away. like five of them, and they all went the Bills' way and it made it look was, worse yeah. than it was. One hundred percent. But there's been a ton of them. Uh, Patriots really come to mind. There yeah. was like two big ones there. I'm trying to remember exactly well, the dropped interception were. by Sutton, and then yeah. right after that, the the uh, muffed uh, punt. That, yeah, I mean that's the game. That's I, a ball game. I mean, I know it's only one game, but it they feel like a two and three type of team, not a one and four type yeah. of team. You know, right? They're like. Or even a three. I mean, they could be three and two right now. They could now. be three and two. You know, right. just, and just, that's what's infor- unfortunate about it is yeah. you need a game like this one where you get that bounce, you know. And, uh, you know, I was talking about this the other day, uh, you know, and somebody uh, somebody texted me about it or tweeted at me about it. You know, what's Ben Roethlisberger saying? I'm like, look, we said on this show all along that was the part that they were going to miss about Ben Roethlisberger. Fourth quarter, Ben. Yeah, right, right, right. was really good last year. It was really good, right. Um, you know, for f- uh, – Quarterback Ben one through three in quarters one through three was not good. That's not great, right? It looked much like it it has at times this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the fourth quarter, he was able to flip that switch. Yeah, and, figure things out and figure things right, out right, right. And, and get some stuff done. Uh, you know that hasn't been the, the case yet this year. Games. Yeah. I mean, how, how often have we talked about one score games since we've been doing the drive? I mean, Football Outsiders tells you one score games are going to come back to the mean. Well, unless you're New England, Seattle. Or the Steelers or Green Bay during this era. Well, yeah. they had yeah. some pretty good quarterbacks right. and coaches. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, so if you lose just that, three and two turns into one and four. Yeah, you know, right? And right. it's pivotal. I mean, it's the, the league wants parity and they're getting it. And if you don't, if you don't have that little edge, you all of a sudden you're one and four. I, I, I'm, I mean, are they really that much worse than the Giants who are four and one? You no, know what I mean? No, I mean it's all about schedule, who mm-hmm. you play, when you play them, things like that. Mm-hmm. That. Uh, you know, injuries. Um, you know, that's, that's what just, worries me right now. That's just though. the thing. Yeah, that's the that's the, second thing. the defensive injuries. Like if you don't have Fryermuth, so be it. You can gentry it up, and yeah. I want to see Hayward anyway. But if these defensive injuries, if you're down three corners, <laughs> you know, against Brady, I mean, like uh, that's not a good place to be. No, that's what worries me the most because the pass rush hasn't made up for it. Yeah, and, and there's not a strength to counterbalance these slew of injuries but I, I i think the offense is close i do too i don't know why i feel like i mean the stats are brutal on the offense but the the tape is encouraging to me yeah. that it's improving it's you know and, and, and i thought pickett said it well today he says look it's 
when we've been in the red zone, it's been a you know a, a toe here, or mm-hmm. some you know somebody didn't get a foot down, or I don't you know the, the I don't put the ball in a spot where they could catch it. Yeah. You know, it's just so it's just a, a you know an inch here or there that that's been the difference between them. Like Deontay's a perfect example. He's at two now. Yeah, like oh he's not having a good year. Well, there's like two plays that are an inch or two away from being spectacular, and yeah. then all of a sudden you're like, "Boy, Deontay's having a great year." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. so it really feels like that. You know? Yeah, and some of that again is ball placement. You oh know? yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I'm not sure Trubisky helped him a lot with that. Yeah, you know, and and he's also adjusting to a new quarterback too. He had quite the, quite the rapport with Ben, but still, I mean, if he makes one of those plays or two or three more, you know, yeah. that have been super close. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're not t- making excuses. That it's touchdown just in the Jets gone. game, if he if he makes that catch, mm-hmm. you know, I bet you Pickett, stays Pickett in. probably plays against the Bills, but he plays against the Bills because they're getting blown out. And maybe, okay, he plays, like, maybe comes yeah. at halftime of that game right. as opposed to the Jet game. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, it's a great throw. It's one of the best throws of the year. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I looked at this up. I was surprised. Um, Trubisky, in terms of aggressive throws this yeah. year, was second in the, in the NFL in terms of aggressive throws. Really? That is a little surprising to me because you think about him turning things down, but he also let it go. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean, he, he tried to. He could, for better or worse, tried to force some balls into some spots. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't turn it over, but didn't turn it over. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm all in favor of Pickett. We just say good things about him, but turnovers need to slow down a little bit. I mean, so not all of them have been his fault. Yeah, but. All of a sudden, I mean, of course, the Bengal game was crazy with turnover ratio. I mean, yeah. you, you knew that was going to come back closer to zero, but every week it gets a little worse. Well, little I worse, mean, you, know? you had the, the four in the game against the yeah um, against the Jets that right brutal, know, brutal, right? Th- that can't happen. But I this mean, team can't turn the ball over. Period. No, they, I don't they care can't. how they come. They, they can't. can't. They can't turn the ball over. Yeah, um, and if, you know, Pickett had one interception last week. The the muff. Kick can't happen, right? Right, right, you know, right, that, right. That kind of stuff, and the defense did hold up in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those are the kind of things that you can't live. Special teams turnovers are killers. Oh, brutal killers! I mean, not only they're just total fields flippers, but they're almost immediate points. Yeah, you know I mean? nine they're, times out of ten. Yeah, I mean at nine least it's a field or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be interesting this year um, or this week, I should say. It, it seems like they're due for a. Cam tipped ball that falls into Bush's lap and he takes it to the yeah. house. You I mean, know they, I mean, they've had some balls that they've they've batted. A they've gotten really number. good at batting balls. Yeah, right? they've, yeah, they've batted a fair number of balls in here. They just haven't fallen in anybody's hands. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah. So I mean, Leal started the game last week against the Bills, back to back batted passes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, those things keep up. Good things will happen. Yeah. You know. Just... And then they get the ninety-eight yard touchdown. You know, if one of those two batted balls turns into a touchdown, you know, or yeah. falls into somebody's hand, that's. That's a game changer. Yeah. I always use this analogy, but if the Penguins or Pirates have a four-game stretch where, you know, hits just aren't falling or your goalie's a little off, okay, you know, now it's like, oh, the season's over. I mean, that's just the beauty <laughs> and the, the the rough things about football, you know. like Absolutely. That's why know. we love it. Yeah, Every I mean, that's why it really matters, yeah. Every game is meaningful. You can subscribe to SNR's newest podcast, The Godfather of Pittsburgh Sports, is talking nothing but Steelers. It's Saverin on Steelers. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Thursday. You can subscribe today. It's available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. 
What does people-forward banking mean? At ST, it's more than just serving as your trusted financial partner. It's making people our purpose and wanting to see everyone succeed. Join us for Days of Delight, our feel-good, give-back, make-you-smile campaign that will have you saying, this is why ST Bank is my bank. We're even offering you a free financial literacy guide to start your journey to a brighter financial future. So let's celebrate kindness and create some joy. Stop by a local branch or visit stbank.com to see what the excitement is all about. Member FDIC. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.